learning in progress. Welcome <laughs> to Last God Standing. I'm Teresa. I'm Danny. Hey, we made it back to the cabin alive. We did. Uh, I hope you all enjoyed that special episode that We're we did. Funny as fuck. Oh my goodness! I thought I just really liked that. I didn't. Um, can I tell you? I don't know if this is true or not. I'm going to ask my husband later. But when when he picked Icarus, I was like, oh, that's fun. And then I was listening to Rush recently. And one of the lyrics is burn our wings flying too close to the sun. And I was like, is that why he picked Icarus? Because we're just Aww. Rush nerds. I mean, he'd probably run in here and tell me, but he's got COVID. So, so he needs to stay away. <laughs> so he can't just rush in and be like, I love Rush and then leave again. Cough on you. <laughs> I never caught it. I never got the vid, everyone. I was panicked because when I was when I got sick right after our trip, I thought I had COVID. There's only one and disease I was, available. Right. It's the only thing that's like it's the only reason why you would be sick and, and have a fever. And my other thought too was, oh no, I'm gonna have to call Teresa still I had COVID. And then you tell me Michael got COVID. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was Michael with the COVID. I was close. <laughs> and like, it's wild that I didn't get it. Not just because we live together, because now we sleep separately uh, until next week. But uh, we 100% had sex the night, the that night. And then like later that afternoon. Oh, geez. Like less than 24 hours later, he was like, I'm COVID. <laughs> like, oh no, do I have COVID by injection? Uh, it turns out no. <laughs> but I have a very good, robust immune system. So good. And I don't, I don't ever get sick. So no, you don't. That's good news. The God we're doing today, I don't have a good segue from COVID. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, there is no good segue from COVID. No. Uh, we're doing Hemdall. Oh, we got a heavy hitter. We went with the heavy hitter this week. And as many videos have told me, particularly Dr. Jackson Crawford, it's Hemdaller. There's an R at the end of his name normally. Two oh. L's and an R and it matters. Okay. Because with one L, it means valley. And with two L's, it does, that's not what it means. It means okay. guy, this guy. This guy. It means this guy. Um, he's an Assyrian god, but in uh, a different story, they refer to him as a Vasnir god as well, but mostly listed as an Assyrian god. Okay. He's the guardian of Asgard. He's the son of Odin and the son of, <laughs> I wrote down daughter by accident, <laughs> the son of nine mothers who are all giantesses. Oh, right. Because wasn't hell's he's related to hell wait uh, which no. one of no there was one we covered that was actually one of the nine goddesses one of those nine mothers is also the mother of magni that's it all those giantesses i don't <laughs> keep yeah track of them. <laughs> they're hard to keep track of but she's the only one of note because uh she went and had a side baby gotcha uh his home is Himdimbjörg. Yeah. Means, yes. <laughs> Sky cliffs. And that sits on top of the Bifrost, which is the Rainbow Bridge. Nice. Uh, according to the Prose Edda, 
He requires less sleep than a bird. His eyesight is so keen that he can see for hundreds of miles by day or by night. His hearing is so acute that he can hear grass growing on the ground and the wool growing on the sheep. That's pretty good stuff. Yeah, what is that less sleep than a bird? I don't know. I thought birds slept a reasonable amount of time. Yeah, I did too. Although, like, maybe that's like a false equivalency that people have about birds. Like, when they say you don't eat a lot, you're like, I'm peckish and I eat like a bird. Mm -hmm. Bird eats like three times its body weight. That's true. It just seems like a little bit compared to our giant bodies, but like the average sparrow is really packing it away. True. <laughs> so maybe they're like, birds don't sleep a lot, but they, they're like, we sleep like a lot. We get our regular <laughs> eight in. all night. <laughs> yeah, literally all night. Uh, he has a giant horn called Galadgar horn. Okay. And he, he blows into that to announce invaders. Most notably, some Ragnarok invaders will be blowing that horn. That's it for just basic side information, right? Okay. How long, how long we've been recording for? Probably five minutes. It's difficult because there's there's a lot of stuff, but there's not a lot of stuff. I get it. Listen, it's a coup when we can name their parents. <laughs> I, it really is. I mean, we've got one and nine, so. Right. <laughs> So, without further, let's get into his notoriety. Pause for musical interlude. He doesn't have like a lot of specific, specific stories. I mean, he has one that I, I put under family fame because it's more, it's more to do with that section, in my opinion. Okay. Uh, but one of his stories is Loki stole one of Freya, the love goddess's pendants. Briggs got Bringsing Amen is the name of the necklace. Uh, so she's like, Hemdall, can you go get my necklace, please? And they both transform into seals and fight for it. Uh, I'm going to assume he comes out the winner, but the actual story itself is lost. Okay. So I guess they were only left with like, the elevator pitch because <laughs> like i would love to hear the story about the time Hemdall had to turn himself into a seal to fight for the loki yeah snatched her necklace it's like oh this guy sucks they must be like what a chore to be around and yet they continue to be around him yeah i don't know why they put up with him no, maybe he's just that like one party friend that still at parties too much, and you're like, gotta make time for them. I don't know. I'm like, he must bring something good to the table somewhere. <laughs> A joke when it's not about you, <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, later on, with that same necklace, Hemdall would suggest to Thor to dress as Freya to go get his hammer back. That's Hemdall's idea. It's like, uh, I quoted... Um, you don't think Loki maybe whispered that one in his ear? <laughs> in uh, the edit, I, I quoted it for, for this story. Then Hemdal spake, whitest of the gods, like the Wanes, uh, he knew the future well. So like, that's the line where I said he was referred to as a, a Vassir god. Knowing the future, that was like one of the things that they knew. 
Okay. Like it's like a magic thing. Uh, bind we on Thor the bridal veil, let him bear the mighty Brizing's necklace. Keys around him, let their rattle, and down to his knees hang woman's dress. With gems full broad on his breast and a pretty cap to crown his head. Oh, finesse. <laughs> Isn't that nice? It's um, a pity. <laughs> he was uh, the whitest of all the gods. Uh, not skin wise, but like they think it's either oldest because of white hair or blondiness and handsomeness. Oh. Uh, but prop, maybe old, oldest because uh, he has some like in his family fame, he has something to do with like creation myth and stuff like that. So maybe he is super old. He's like super <laughs> old. Gotta back off. <laughs> Ain't got time for seal business, whatever seal shit this is. I'm not doing it. <laughs> Right, I'm doing it this one time because I like you, Freya. <laughs> then after that, we're not doing it. We're done here. <laughs> I'm old man, you understand? <laughs> Got time for these things. Uh, so that's his whole notoriety. And you would have thought I brought a pen with me, but, you know. I mean, let's not get crazy. I got one as a llama. Hmm. I mean, he told Thor to dress up as a girl. That is pretty good stuff. Yeah, it's like when I read it, it came off like very like, like Loki. Like Thor was like, Loki, go get my hammer back. And he was like, I tried, man. I can't get it back. In fact, he was like, I want to marry Freya if you want your hammer back. And he's like, Thor's like, this is bullshit. I don't like this at all. And Hemdall's like, well, why don't you just dress up as Freya, idiot? <laughs> they were like, I uh, love that idea. I'm so excited to be a part of it. Yeah. And that's like a, one of Thor's famous stories, too. Mm hmm. Uh, I think I'm going to give him a nine. Ooh. Listen, the, the, we have to be a stories. little more generous, I think, than we were with the Greek gods, because there's not a lot of stories. We can... No, and uh, I was going to give him an eight, because I really, I'm really adhered by, like, reading about him and watching those videos. Um, I like the fact that he might turn into a seal. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if like when they were dressing up Thor and he brings out Freya's pendant to put on the dress, he slaps Loki's hand because like that's the necklace he stole that time. And he was like, mm -mm, not today. <laughs> God, no one likes you. <laughs> no one likes you. <laughs> I bet that was Loki's comeback. Somebody likes you more or whatever. <laughs> All right, next is is Ragnarok roll. Oh. This is pretty big. I might be up, up for full marks with this. Because he gets mentioned a lot in the in the Prosetta. He's like around. So right. he's getting getting his Ragnarok on. During Ragnarok, the gods will know that their doom is at hand when they hear the dire call of Galarahorn signaling the imminent arrival of the giants. Those are the invaders that are gonna cross the rainbow bridge to bring about Ragnarok. Loki in is the particular nemesis of Hemdal. I mean, he's the nemesis of everybody. Like I can't imagine that that's special to Hemdal. It is not. Right. It is special to everyone and how much they wanna kick his ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But they, they slay each other as the world burns and sinks into the sea. So Loki is leading the giants over the rainbow bridge and Hemdall's like, now's my chance. I'm going to kill this. 
motherfucker so hard. And then they stab each other and they both die. Oh. So they, they slay each other. So good job, everybody. Uh, and that's it. That's his Ragnarok role. He announces the coming of and he's the killer of Loki. Oh, um, I'm going to have to give him a 10 on that. I know, me too. I was like, it doesn't sound like a lot, but uh, in summary, but those are two pretty big events. Yeah. A dire call. It's pretty good. Loki. He would. Mm-mm-mm. Somebody's going to probably get high scores and not make it. Because <laughs> he's a dickhead. You know what's funny? I watched the Loki TV show. And whilst I realize that it, this is not at all the same character that they're even basing this show on. I mean, it's it's like based the way Riverdale is based on the Archie comics. Like it is, okay. I haven't watched the show. It is the okayest. It is just fine. It doesn't go anywhere and it doesn't do anything, in my personal opinion. Okay. But, uh, that makes me think it's more like these stories where like, they're like, I'm watching it and I'm like, oh, is he going to do anything about this or is he just going to be like nothing? And I'm like, oh, well, that's like it, isn't it? <laughs> I know you are, but what am I? <laughs> yeah, I haven't watched it. I Avi watched one of the episodes uh, over the weekend, but I was, I fell asleep. Because mm. he was like, do you mind if I watch it? And I was like, no, I'm going to fall asleep. No big deal. It's the no big dealiest. Well, I saw the episode where he was on a planet with other Lokis or. Yeah. (laughs) And there was an alligator. Alligator Loki is the most. Yeah. I was like, I don't understand what's happening. (laughs) (laughs) But Loki meets Lady Loki. There's a like a female Loki had been born and she's like an aberration on the timeline. So they like pruned her out of there. So, of course, he, he falls in love with himself. Of course he did. I mean, and that's really the most Loki thing. I was just going to say, that tracks. <laughs> yeah, they got something right. He would. Yeah, that tracks. He would. <laughs> He's yeah. like, look at me. So beautiful. Can't wait to make out with me. <laughs> I was definitely invested in the Loki alligator. Yeah, everybody else was too. <laughs> they were like, yes. <laughs> Sideshow for a Loki alligator. Right. <laughs> uh, our next topic is Interrealm crossover. Oh. Hang on. Ooh, I forgot to. Uh, um, he doesn't have a ton of Interrealm <laughs> crossover. They all come to him, really. He goes to the party that Loki turns into a slam fest, but um, that's an ass year and in the ocean so he doesn't really leave as much as everybody comes to him okay uh so i didn't really have anything to report there and i had put um yeah that's not really i'll I'll just put this as a little bonus it's not really into realm stuff okay uh but it is part of um the edda translation uh fast move the sons of nim and fate is heard in the note of Gellerhorn. So this is more in the Ragnarok one. Loud blows Hemdal, the horn is aloft. In fear quake all those, all who on hell roads are. And Mim is a figure known for his knowledge and wisdom who is beheaded during the Asser Vineyard War. 
And then afterward, Odin carries around Mim's head and recites secret knowledge and asks the severed head for advice. Like you do. That is not an interrealm situation. <laughs> but but I don't know why I pa- I pasted it under interrealm. <laughs> Uh, but he doesn't have any that relates to his story. So it's just a fun little little side thing with the sons of a severed head. <laughs> Quaking in God. here. Odin's favorite severed head. <laughs> well, he's going to get a zero for Interrealm because he's not going anywhere. Oh, you know what? I'm going to give him a two because he's listed as both Vasir and Asir. Okay. What are you I'll giving him? go with that too. I'll, get, I'll go with the two as well there you go well mixed mixed blood maybe i mean uh, yeah it's a stretch but here we are stretching out the, whatever the little tidbits that we get he's probably got a little giant in him somewhere <laughs> they all <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> the dirty old man <laughs> all right family fame Uh, he took no godly consorts or children. Uh, his dad is Odin, so that's pretty famous. And the nine mothers, that's, they themselves are not famous, but it's pretty cool that it was nine, somehow, nine mothers. Right. Uh, but he is considered maybe the father of all of humanity, at the huh. very least, uh, the class system, because he would take human couples as consorts. Really? Hmm. In a, a story called Rigspula, <laughs> sometimes I have to get it together in here. Uh, he walks he walks around Earth or Midgard as um, Rig, the god Rig. So he like changes his name for it. Well, so if he's walking around Midgard, then he's in another realm. You're right. I didn't even think of Midgard as another realm. Oh, I feel better about my two now. <laughs> yeah, he goes to a good point. Yeah, I guess they just, they were like, well, oh yeah, by the way. Oh, good job getting that two for going to Midgard. <laughs> I forgot about that because I put it under family thing. Gotcha. So the story from Riggs Bula goes that he went down and then took couples as consorts from the oldest to the youngest. The oldest couple were the slave, uh, become the slave class. Okay. And they have a bunch of kids and they name them like slave boy and like fat face. And I know, I know. Uh, you can watch, feel free to watch the video that uh, Dr. Jackson Crawford did on it because he just, he just <laughs> rolls it off his tongue. Like it's just like <laughs> Steve, Jan and whatever. But he was like, yep, there's a pig farter and like belly and fatty and i'm like wow <laughs> those are some killer names that they came up with the uh, little slave kids oh those poor children <laughs> uh the next group were the were named like grandparents so that was the great grandparents and grandparents became the freemen or the middle class okay and uh they had a bunch of kids as well every every time he goes to a house he stays there for three days and three is the magic number as we all know Right. And he's the third party in that bed. All right. So those kids are 
like I don't know what they're named. I don't remember. Like regular, like Steve and Sarah. <laughs> Steve and Sarah. John. Good middling names. Right. And then uh, the youngest couple is the nobles. So all their kids become nobles. Okay, so he he created the caste system for humans. Right. Uh, in the prose edda, poetic edda, I'm sorry. It says, hearing I ask from the holy races, from Hemdal's sons, both high and low, that will Valfather, that will I relate old, old tales I remember of men long ago. The Hemdal's sons is referring to this event. Okay. Uh, so well, either... So he's fathering children all over Earth. They're just not godly. Right. And Valfather is just Odin. But he created the caste system. Yeah. I know, rude. A little rude. It's rude, but it's... But that story might also... Comes from a 14th century manuscript that they think might be uh, from Iceland. Okay. So I don't know if that like plays. Well, I know it. that I. I mean, I do know that like Vikings and 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 Nordic people did have a class system. Oh um, yeah, they had slaves, and they were probably Scottish people. Yeah. Um. I guess I'm gonna give them an eight point five. Give it to those desk I mean, he created a whole system. That is fair or, or not. That them's the breaks back then. Right. Right. Uh, I give him an eight. There's a, I like that there's like another story that you, like whether or not like how accurate it is because it's all, you know, it's a little like the translations that we get for the, for the Mabinogian and for the Arabian Nights and stuff right. like that. Like you just have to take it, take what you can because it was all oral history up until whenever. <coughs> right. I love it. Uh, so I'll just take it. Whatever information people got. I'll, yeah, we, we can't I'll understand be. that monks mean something else when they think of virgins or whatever. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the next topic is pop zeitgeist. Mm. He is a figure in Marvel Comics and Idris Elba plays him in the movies. Really? Yes. Isn't that beautiful of him? Yes, it is. How come I don't remember that? Because uh, he was wearing that that gold crown on his head like the whole time. Oh, okay. Uh, and there's nothing else. Literally nothing else. No, oh, nothing but I mean, it's interesting. I know. I mean, it's hard to be like less hot than him. Can I we mean, give him a five just because yes. <laughs> yes, we can. Like, I thought I'd find more. He's not even in God of War. And even the neo-pagans don't like have anything cropping up where they're just gonna do anything so, that's so funny because like you know i i almost skipped the magni and magi because there was like no story on them but they were in so much stuff oh yeah it was ridiculous like they had a page a whole page but now you've got somebody as who i would consider like a name yeah he's, he's him dollar tm yeah yeah I would think that there would be more um, like Neo-Norse pagan practices with him as for divination. Yeah, but I'm wondering if he got a bad rap because like, because he created the caste system. I don't know if they would know that about him. 
I don't either. Because that's a separate thing. That's not in the prose or anything or in the poetic. No, but I'm wondering if that's why people didn't. Because let's be honest, the nobles, I mean, the nobles in any country, like, you know, they, what do you call it? They shape like style and stuff like that. But pe- the people that were really keeping gods alive were the peasants. Yeah, and that's true. And not a lot of things are named after him. No, so I'm wondering if they were just bitter. (laughs) They're like, don't even name it after him. Don't Don't even say his name. (laughs) Thin hips, knock it off. Don't name that after him. (laughs) So what do you think he'd be the modern god, the modern day god of? I picked him. So excited for it. Well, based on what we know about him now, it's tough. I kind of want to be like frat boy who gets the other frat boys in trouble or class horse. (laughs) (laughs) I made him the modern god of satellites watching over because he's the watcher. Oh, yeah. You went much smarter than I just did. (laughs) (laughs) You're always looking for like, who's the whore in this group? (laughs) I'm always like, what's the dirtiest thing they can do? So yeah, he's like a, a a watcher. Ultimately, he's he's because he can hear grass growing. And let me tell so you, those satellites can look at that blade of grass. He's the god of Big Brother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like that. Would you give him a throne in Valhalla? Yeah, he kills Loki. Yeah, no, me too. Yeah. I was like, mm, I feel like if we didn't, then why are we even bothering? <laughs> <laughs> what are we even doing here? Yeah. I know these episodes are a little shorter than the Greek ones. Um, we do our best, we guys. Do our <laughs> bloody best. There's, oh, let's we are, add up. We, we didn't add up all his for, points before we gave him the throne. <laughs> right, yeah. We were like, whatever, he killed us. Whatever, he wins forever and ever. Uh, we got a 10 over here. You know I messed up already, right? Of course you did. 10 plus 16.5. There's a lot of math for late at night, you know? I got you. I got you. Math is shitty. I'll, I'll drag out the episode a little bit longer and tell you my Karen story at the doctor when you're done adding. It's 67.5. That's pretty good. That is pretty good. That's pretty good considering. Uh, what's your Karen story? So I had to go to the um, gynecologist, and I was—they were—they squeezed me in. So I was sitting there for like an hour, um, but like a lot of other people were sitting there. And I finally get in, you know, get my exam. I come out, and I'm talking to the lady at the, the desk, and she's, you know, helping me make some appointments or whatever. This woman who was clearly from Oten- Jotunheim, I told you this story, <laughs> came running out of the, the exam room yelling that she only had a yeast infection and she doesn't understand why she needs to have a pelvic exam. Oh my God. But she was, I kid you not, like she was a big, big woman. Like, it was clearly more than a yeast infection. It was Thor in a dress. and she's like i'm the goddess of love (laughs) and to be perfectly honest she was so 
upset about the situation. I actually was scared she was going to knock me over because she was so big. And she would not stop yelling about this yeast infection. And she's like six what, five. She's like, mm-hmm. Yeah, she, she was like, she was as tall as she was wide, like, but like not fat. She was just big. Yeah. Like, and I was like, Holy shit, she's going to kill us. And where the doctor's office is, is it's like in the hospital. So it's not like it's a private doctor's office and you're just in this building. Like there's a hallway with other doctor's offices. So people are looking in the door while this woman is yelling about her use of fiction. And so then the doctor opens the door and the doctor was like the tiniest thing I've ever seen. In my life. And she goes, where's my patient? And the lady goes, oh, you'll see me now. Now, up until this point, and she walks in there, but up until this point, I almost was like, well, maybe she's had something traumatic happen to her. Like she didn't know she was going to have to have a pelvic exam. And like, you know, she's like a trauma survivor. No, no. She was just a giant Karen. She's just a giantess. (laughs) And she was still yelling about it in the back. (laughs) That's so wild. I was like, holy crap. She was so big. (laughs) Like, like. It's obvious if you're like if you're like I have a yeast infection, can I get pills for that? Usually they'd be like, yeah, no problem. I feel like my doctors would be like, if they want to like get more invasive, it's not a yeast infection. Well, here's my thing though. Like, if you think you have a yeast infection and you go to a regular doctor, yeah, they'll probably just give you medication. But you went through the trouble to make an appointment with a gynecologist. Mm. What did you think was going to happen? Like I have never just gotten to go to the gynecologist and walked out with not getting my clothes off. <laughs> right. Yeah, of course. They're going to do a pap smear. They're going to do the whole bit of business. They're going to do the entire, like, you'll need a shower after. Like, yeah. You're like, oh, hold on. We have to make sure it's all okay up there. Right. But I'm like, well, now everybody knows this woman has a geese infection. <laughs> I was like, yeah, she was big. She was big. Definitely had some Viking in her. I'm not sure what was going on. <laughs> I've taken to tell people that I am a frost giant because like <laughs> the sun has been oppressive lately and I was oh, out there over the weekend. Horrible. I, s- I had to have sweat and sweated off like every bit of sunscreen I had on my, my person. Oh. <laughs> and I come in and I was like, well, you know, like I was like, you're burnt up in your face. And I'm like, ah, I think it's this frost giant complexion. It's just it's fooling you. I put on sunscreen. <laughs> Yeah, we lucked out. We had nice weather on the 4th of July. Yeah, that must, that is, I don't want to say everything's down to magic, but so many things are down to magic. Like when it didn't rain at my wedding and I turned around to my sister-in-law and I went, well, when witches don't want it to rain, it does. Right. <laughs> and it like only didn't rain where we were. Say. But then we and had I- to suffer afterwards because it was like a monsoon for their week. See, I went up there thinking, well, if it rains, that's fine. At least, you know, the sun won't be touching me. <laughs> no, it was like perfect every time. It was. It was gorgeous. And like swimming on the lake. As we yep. swam on the lake. We did. We floated. I conquered a duck. It's great. It's <laughs> also <laughs> so ridiculous. Not only did I conquer the duck, I think I only built up muscles on one arm. Because oh, the duck was so inflatable duck. The duck was so big I couldn't use both arms. I could only use one arm, and the next day my arm was 
that is the story of my life. If I exert myself <laughs> even a fraction of a bit, I'm like, well, I'll be sore for a week. Yeah. You know and I knew better, but the next morning I was like, well, what did I think I was? Like, what was I thinking? <laughs> We're like, hang on. Uh, uh, she rock coming through. I have to go saw some stuff and really <laughs> flex those muscles. Okay. And in the morning, right. I'm like, mm, bad. Right. I was like, mm, I'm going to be 50 in a year. What was I thinking? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, well, we have a winner in Hemdollar. See you at the top, buddy. He's the, um, he's the top. Oh, I don't know. I have, I don't think he's the top. Somebody got a 69. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Cause we're fine. I thought it was an appropriate number for them too. I was like, nice. Nicest number for the nicest God. But I don't remember who it was. Some good time sexy God, I'm sure. I think it was a goddess. Maybe. Maybe, I don't know. Hmm. I should go back and listen for the scores so I can keep track of who's going to make it into the brackets in the end. <laughs> oh my God. What a life. Uh, got anything you want to plug? No, I already told my sexy yeast infection story. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> uh, you can hear me over on ZPM Stargate, where we talk about Stargate and other stuff, like the baseballs and things like that. Um, you can find us on social medias at Last God Pod. Uh, I've just point. about had it with Facebook. It's like every time I post something, it doesn't matter. Nobody sees it because I don't pay money to them. So I don't tweet a ton, but like, whatever. You can also follow me on ZPM Stargate. I tweet more over there. But if you tweet at us, I will definitely get a notification and I will fly back to you. So do yeah, it. You could say hi to us. Come say hi. Got something more and more you want to say? You can email us at lastgodstandingpod at gmail.com. Right. Or lastgodpod at gmail.com. It's in the link. We're all ears. <laughs> we are all years leave us a review on itunes like five stars would be amazing the best i know it was just danny's birthday so leave her a present of five stars. yeah really guys come on in app do it in app all these things are free free for you and ad free and whatever else because i don't care to do that um thank you to mike Jacino for writing our theme music and Thank you to our listeners. Like, share, and subscribe. Goodbye.